Welcome to the Metamarine Podcast, where we talk all things from Warhammer 40k that have power armor. Keep all appendages inside the drop pod until it comes to a complete stop. It's time to rev your chain swords and beseech the Pantheon. Don't be a Tina. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Metamarine. This is episode two. Uh, welcome everybody. Please, please, please. We'd like to welcome our hosts, Nick Fuller, Thomas Bird, and Max Style. How are you guys doing? Hey, good. All right. Yeah, doing well. It's been a it's been an interesting week here in Atlanta. We have played a ton of games. Uh, we have learned a lot. We have learned a little. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So, Nick, what have you learned this week? Well, I learned the hard way that the Exalted 8-Bound have Deep Strike innately. And not just she reserve. Oh, so I caught a, a, a spicy scud missile. <laughs> was it just uh, he just deep struck him traditional old school? I was not really thinking. I was not expecting that, and I didn't plan to have uh, a certain area of the board screened out. And, and it was the the classic: Are you finished with your movement phase? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna rapid ingress these guys right here behind this box, and I was like, well, they gotta be six inches from the side, right? Like, no, no, no. Like, oh, wait. So they got to be out of my deployment zone for turn. It's like, no, man. Nah. It's regular deep strike. I was like, oof. Mm, that's a, yep. That's that's going to be costly. Was it six of them or three? It was just three, but they stood there menacingly and just stared at my exocrines going like, yeah, man. It's almost time. You ready? <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's a burn hand like situation where you're like, well, you're not going to forget that one ever again. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. We'll be screening a little better next time. <laughs> yeah, traditionally, I always see people putting Exalted 8-Bound on the line, like waiting for the starter's pistol. Yep. So yeah. I had uh, I got yeah. to her first turn, and I just pushed a ton of bodies up front and just kind of be like, you guys can chew on them over there, and I'll have a couple turns to like relax and hang out and be cool back in my deployment zone and just kind of like chill, get ready for the inevitable onslaught once everything is dead in the middle field. So like, I was like, yeah, we're good, we're good. And it was just like... Nah, you ain't we're, good. We're not good. We're not good. Good is way over there. You were far from it. <laughs> the the not to disrail it, but uh, do world eaters have a redeploy ability? Not that I know of. No, no. They, I mean, they have their scout moves, but that's that's all they got in terms of moving guys. But they can't just like figure out who's going first and then dump those mm-hmm. guys back into deep strike. No, mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. But it's pretty standard. I mean, I at least I think so that they put one unit in deep strike. That's pretty standard for me um, playing against them. Um, so that's always a bad thing. But uh, yeah, can't watch out for that if you haven't played against world eaters. <laughs> they can't deep strike with some of those guys. Yeah, I thought it was real clever. <laughs> uh, yeah, and world eaters, like you know, if if the uh, if you think world eaters are dead, or that seems to be the the word on the street, uh, the, uh, the data slate update, I would uh, disagree. I think they're still pretty strong uh, mm-hmm. in the hands of a good player. You know, like maybe you're not yoloing them all first turn and Angrons come back every turn, but like you play them smart, like they still do plenty of work. They don't need it. They they got plenty of tools. Yeah, it's hard to keep Angron down. Like just. It's it's harder now to to bring it back every single turn or you know as often as but but he still comes back enough like more than once is still you know rapid ingress yeah, I mean, angron is still you just need to bring back. it back one time you hit that that could just break the game open right so sometimes yeah. that's all you need yeah or it's it hard enough to kill him the first time four times yeah, was, against I'm my speak talent. for yourself okay <laughs> I am speaking for myself <laughs> here it is baby <laughs> well Thomas what did you learn this week. I learned, um, well, I mean, 
uh, I played against uh, Damien, one of our teammates. He was testing out Custodes because he's going to be playing Custodians for uh, for our uh, team tournament. So I had to like basically get the kind of glimpse of what are the the Custodes rules and kind of get my head wrapped around how do I attack them. So we played that game. I got to see it firsthand and, and go through all the shenanigans and what does what, where it goes. So I learned, yeah, Custodes are really good. <laughs> and uh, I was able to win that game. It was very close. But uh, you had a lot of things that you have to like know and understand on, on how to exploit their things. And Custodes are like one of those armies is like, Sometimes they just hit all the fours, and it's really sometimes you can't do anything about it. But like you have to make them take a lot of saves. So sometimes you, they just fail a bunch of saves. So like it's very swingy. But you got to be able to hit them and understand where that fight first and all that stuff hits, so you can kind of work around it. So is it just a put apply directly to the forehead and hope for the best, or what, what's the best? Oh thing? no, there's yeah. a lot of strategy. So like uh, his list specifically had like three units of well, warrior. Uh, what is it called? Guard, guard. Guardians, yeah. guard, um, and three units of wardens, right? And then a couple of characters attached. So obviously Trajan, with the new updates to ignore modifiers, he becomes very powerful. He was always good, but like now mm-hmm. he's extra good against certain matchups. Um, the wardens have the once per game four up fill no pain, which sounds super scary until you realize they have to declare that at the start of the shooting or the fight phase. So before you yeah. do anything, nominate anything, obviously Marines, you're going to kind of telegraph it a little bit if you declare oath, Yeah, but uh, they have to declare it. So like, you're always kind of from the Marine perspective, trying to like, Hey, here's two warden squads. How can I drop something super threatening um, that can hit both and then make mm-hmm. my opponent decide to use it? And they're like, do you want to use it on this one? Do you want to use it on that one? Maybe one of them's oath that makes it obvious. Do you want to pop it on both? I mean, you can get them to spend it early, right? Because if you drop some plasma scepters, three damage, they don't really want to, you know, take two or three guys dying from some plasma scepters. You know, they might pop it, right? So you kind of have to put some units there to threaten. And usually, typically, um, if it's a foot-heavy build or whatever, they don't have tons of units. It's just custodes, right, in general. So if you can out-activation them, if you can, like, put units in different angles where they have to, they want to fight you, so they can't fight all the units, you don't clump them up. Uh, you now start forcing them to kind of make decisions. And if you want to do fight first, there's lots of ways to kind of get around fight first. Um, but like the main thing is they, that's a stratagem they can use. Uh, Trajan has that as his moment shackle, just a free ability if he wants to use that. But they can't pop the strat unless they're on an objective. So if you ever catch them in kind of in between objectives or you get them to pull off an objective, you can kind of charge them without having to worry about fight first if they're not on it. Because you just kind of think, oh, shoot, I can't charge them because they always have fight first. Or maybe it's a character that gives them, no, it's a stratagem. It's on an objective. So Shit. I did not realize that it was on the objective. Yeah, it's a big deal. Like on the objectives, yeah. like that matters. Uh, they do have minus one damage. If you just like roll in hot and like I got to pump you with all this two damage, that can be a big gotcha. It's not necessarily anything you can do about it. It is two CP. So like if you can mm. force the, the customers to spend CP aggressively, um, it's big. They can grow guys back once per squad. They can just grow back a guy for one CP. So you're constantly like, let me chip a little damage here. Let me chip a little damage there. You want to grow your guys back that uses it once per game. You're done. Use a CP, like spend, spend, spend. Um, fight first. The, the the classic, if you can't just like catch them off the objective, but you really need to charge that objective. The second way you deal with fight first is you charge them with multiple things. Ideally, in my Marine list, I have some scouts left alive at this point. I'm charging. I charge the unit, and I, like, position the guys where I base 
all the guys with scouts as, as many as I can. And then I hit one corner where maybe I only touch one guy with my big killie squad so that whenever he fights first, he can only fight the guys that are in base. And now he can't fight with all the guys onto the guy he really wants to kill. He can only fight onto the engaged models, which would be the mm. scouts. So you can do that with rhinos. You can do that with vehicles, like, you know, slide a vehicle in sideways and tag like three or four guys. And then they, they got to pile into the closest. They can't go okay. touch all the, the guys. You just don't move block yourself when you're trying to charge in. Um, but uh, that's a kind of good way to like, ooh, you have to fight first. Ooh, death car. Mm. Fight first, right? Death car is even easier just in a general because you know which models are the, the choppy ones, right? So you get some punk characters that don't really fight. You get some guys holding guns, not really slappy, and you get the two or three guys holding the big heavy uh, melee weapons that are multi-damage. You're like, mm, position, touch, touch, touch those three guys, and then you like you can fight around them. So um, just little things like that you think about, just kind of manipulating the fight phase to kind of help get around those things are a big deal. So Custos, they don't have any models, so it's, it's easier to kind of trap and do that if you have models. So like you're now expending two units to hopefully kill this unit, right? So that you can't, as a Marine player, typically afford that a kind of attrition for, for too many turns. But like doing all of it together is, is a kind of a dance that you have to try to work around. Well, I mean, it's not like you have to do that every time you fight them. And there aren't that many units to fight. And it really only matters once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, now, now Trajan just can do it. So you can't get around Trajan, pop and fight first if that matters. He doesn't have to be on an objective, so don't get got. Well, Thomas said you have to be on an objective. Like, well, Trajan is the, the exception, right? Uh, no, but, you just uh, shoot Trajan. Just shoot him. It's fine. <laughs> just challenge him. He, he dies like a punk. Uh, he's so hard to kill. <laughs> uh, the guy. Um, but yeah, he was like, okay, fine. I won't fight first. I'll just pop the fork on the pain, and then my then my guys will. I'll pop up the twelve attacks instead of six on my moment shackle instead. And you're like, oh wait, mm-hmm. that's not what I was planning at all. You're like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot to get through. Yeah. It, they're neat. Like they have an advanced charge on one of the units. They, if they take certain relics, they can like pop once per game, extra OC. So you're like, Oh, there's one blade champions alive. You're like, ah, I take it. And he's like, Nope, I'm OC nine or OC six or something. You're like, what the he out? He's out OC in my land raider. Like what the, what the <laughs> crap? Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're like, how much OC you on that point there? I might steal it from you. Like, I don't know, like 16. You're like, four dudes what are you talking about <laughs> yeah because when they have the oc on the guy they have the like the vexilla you know the banner guy that's usually the yeah. last guy to die in the squad so they're they're based they're battle line guys like you take the guard guys so they're two and then the banner makes them three so like just a few guys can be extra oc so it's hard to do like the typical i'm going to take these points from you um i guess the question is is the custodian player kind of playing passive sitting back just trying to be alive or are they like pushing aggressively like i want to attack you Full I feel like in. time is not on their side. I feel like they have to be the aggressor. I think that's the way to play it. I've I've played custodian players who just kind of sit back and they'll just like, well, I'm hard to kill. I'll just sit on primary. You can't kill me fast enough. Yeah, bull, and bull dookie. Uh, I mean, the, the game's still violent enough. Like, yeah, good players are just gonna like destroy four ups, man. Four ups aren't I gonna mean, get there eventually. <laughs> you got to think too, like if they have that few units, like what are they doing secondaries with, like? Are you dedicating those big blobs of guys that you want to be fighting to actually? Oh, like, no. the best thing you ever do is get a custodian player like screening with like actual custodians and not mm-hmm. the little the little uh, sisters of silence or whatever those girls are, the prosecutors and stuff. Like if you can make them screen with those guys, like mm, now you're winning because they don't want to do that at all. It's great. Like how bad do you want those uh, investigate signal points? You want those two <laughs> points? It's right there. You can have it. 
Yeah, yeah. Hopefully your army is just not like I give up auto secondaries. I was playing a demon list called Monster Mash, and it's like every demon he had four or five big, big greater demons. It's like the bulk of his list, and it's like, well, how many do I get for each one? They're like eight or nine points, you know, to bring it down <laughs> and assassinate. I'm like, okay, I'll just kill all of them. I get max points. That seems easy. He's like, yeah, if, if you get them all, I'm like. What do you mean if? I'm like, what's the, what? I mean, when? <laughs> when I get them all? I get them all. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna write forty down here in my score sheet. We'll we'll, we'll five, revisit that if we need five to. Turns. I'm like, I can't get two in a turn, right? Like that's that's allowed, isn't it? <laughs> at, at, at ATC Monster Mash was a thing at ATC when I played uh, T Suns against it, and it was like that. It was so. Why wouldn't I just do that? <laughs> now, I mean. I think in WTC it's a little harder because it's harder to move the big ones. But uh, I sure. think we're like looking at uh, one of our players is looking at playing. Now, obviously, I tested against them, but um, with the GW style terrain, you can certainly move the monsters around, and it's a stat check army. And those guys came down at points, so mm-hmm. um, I don't know, you know, the matchups yet. Like, what's the best or what's the worst for those guys? But they do have a, uh, they're pretty good. I mean, they're hard to kill. So I would, I would think that. Uh... Baby knights would have difficulty into them. Yeah, I don't know why, but my brain thinks that they don't really want to mess with Shalaxi and the other ones. So Shalaxi's like four fifty or something. So like, yeah, she's so he expensive. doesn't he doesn't have Shalaxi. He had, he had like Keeper and the Lord Change and Kairos and Bellacor. I mean, even kind of, even a, just a regular Keeper of Secrets, you don't want to mess with that. That stupid exploding six staff. I got yeah. shot overwatched like so many times with that thing. Though he spent a lot of CP, so it mattered later. <laughs> I was like, I'm dying, but I'm killing you. Um, but it was kind of funny. I'm like, he's like, oh, I hit four sixes on Overwatch with my nine shots. I'm like, that's good. How many shots is that? He's like, D three each extra. I'm like, oh my god, what? <laughs> Take my my nine shots, four hits turn into like twelve hits or some crazy stuff. Like, this is not okay. <laughs> not so okay. if I'm if I'm if we're going to a tournament and I know I'm playing custodes first and I've never played custodes, give me the five minute. Okay, that's what you need to know how to beat them. Okay, so how to beat them is, you know, you know, if you can come in from reserves or some angles, that's very good, right? Because they can't afford to screen. They don't have a lot of screening bodies. If they take the little chumps, you know, try to get rid of them first. Um, they, uh, they, you know, understand which ones are the wardens and which ones are the, the guard because the wardens have the feel no pain once per game, the four up feel no pain. Then uh, you have to look at the characters. Where's Trajan at? Inside of the characters in the guards, you can take a shield to make them four wounds, or they can have a spear to actually fight better. They only have three wounds. So I think when I played against Damien, I just assumed the guard guys all had shields. So I wasn't really paying attention. So I was just thinking in my head, they all had four wounds, which is not the case. Only the banner guy had a four wounds because he wanted to fight. Because if you give him the shield with an extra wound, they have a chunky sword. So they don't really fight good. So it's kind of like, do you want to fight or do you want to live longer? So just kind of understanding what the unit kind of composition is. And then they have a couple relics depending on how they spend to to you know make sure you know what that is. If that guy that can do extra OC once per game, that's a bad surprise. You want to get caught out on this guy turns on OC, so you know what that relic does. I think that's like the unrelenting. I don't know the names of them. I can. Like, there's another one that lets them advance and charge. Is that the blade guard? Well, they they can. I think one guy the can blade give champion. You, the blade champion can give you advance and charge. Uh, that may be That's just a once relic. per game, though, right? Yeah, I think it's a the relic once per game. game. And the way that relic works is interesting too. It says you could just decide to once per game advance and charge. So like he doesn't have to declare it and then roll his advance and roll crappy on his advance. He can just 
advance and oh like now i'm in a good spot oh i shot you and i don't need to use it i'm not going to charge so he doesn't waste his relic oh that's so, cool so it's when do you powerful. declare that just in the charge phase or just when you decide you want to charge i'm using it mm. so like yeah it's, it's his base ability you can reroll advance and charge rolls for the unit he's in yeah. and once a game you can decide to advance and charge yeah so having those blade champions sometimes people run two sometimes they just run one um that guy's an important guy because they're kind of they walk slow six and you're like oh they're not that fast and then like they like pop off mm. um fast maybe enough. the relic lets you move there's a relic that they have basically if you move within uh, nine inches of them they can do a six inch move so sometimes mm. they'll pop out be exposed then they'll bounce behind a wall or maybe they'll just move closer to you you know because they're custos and they don't really care sometimes you get custo players that are just like well, invincible so they just kind of stick their chin out and they don't really care <laughs> so sometimes you can bait them into doing stupid stuff but yeah, that, that would be my thing is just understanding that if you can exploit wardens by putting them in threatening positions, multiple <laughs> squads, so that they pop their four up feeling the pain too soon, um, that's a big deal. And obviously, if they pop it, unless you have nothing else better to do, don't all in to kill it. And then they pop the four up feeling the pain and then you bounce off of them. You want to make sure you kind of like, well, I'm going to shoot at this other squad, even if it's not my oath target, because... I want to get more damage. And if you could chip damage and make them spend CP, they don't get to do all the things because there is a big CP economy that they got to manage very closely. If they want to interrupt, if they want to fight first, if they want to mm. grow guys back, mm. all those things, minus one damage, all those things cost a lot of resources. Or so, the, is the grow back a battle tactic? Um, I don't know which one's a battle tactic. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, but it's only once per game per per squad. So even if you yeah. have a captain, I mean, you can save a little bit, but like, you I usually still, have, if, I, if I could choose, I'd rather make that one cost more. Yeah. You usually, you know, they don't have armor contempt, so they you don't have anything like that, but, but they don't have like, they don't really ton of, they can't take the big squads like they used to, like the big brick of 10. They don't, they can't take that like now. So they don't have a captain. Damien didn't have a captain. He had Trajan. He had, uh, two blade champions. Maybe it is not. It is an epic deed to return a guy. Yeah. So, if they have a captain, obviously, you know, you try to look and see, but if you have a Calidus or something, they can make minus to their OC. Usually I just spend it on like a reroll. But the, oh, another thing you think about is the guard guys. Um, their special ability is they can shoot twice once per game. And they all mm-hmm. have assault weapons. All the customs have assault weapons, so they can always just run up and shoot. So you're like, oh, I just advance. And then they're shooting me with some two damage guns. You're like, yeah, whatever. It's not that bad. Oh, shoot, they shot me. Oh, they're shooting again. Oh, that's that's a little bit more than... I expected, you know, like so yeah. their shooting is a little underrated, but like they can pop off a lot of damage. Um, if on so, little squad, especially Marines and stuff. I'm hearing um take out the little guys, take out their screening units, force them to spread out, understand where the characters are that you need to pay attention to, and apply force where you can, when you can, if they give you an opportunity. And yeah. when you do it, be overwhelming in your force, not ever just enough That's overkill right. whatever it is you're going at and pick it apart one at a time. You can't. Yeah, you have to. And if you can really avoid, like if you know they have four up feeling the pain, you're like, I really got to kill it, but they're going to pop the four up feeling the pain. You got to be prepared for like, they might just hit all the force and you just don't kill anybody like that totally happens. You just never want to put yourself in that position where you're kind of all in on that unit when they have all the power to Pop is it once? Buses. Is it uh, just for that phase, for that shooting fight, or whatever phase that's mm-hmm. in? And it's once per game, right? So, like, if they Ooh. pop it in the shooting phase, it doesn't work in the melee phase, or vice versa. So right? it sounds like if you could do some mortals on the charge, 
Like tank shock, that'd be really good against that unit. <laughs> well, I mean, you would say is that. Is tank but shock good? I, I don't know. Is that good? The, the problem is Custos just have a four up feeling of pain natively against mortals and now de- uh, devastating wounds. So, like, you can't really just, like, pop oh, off fair. on them. Fair. With, with mortals. It's a, I mean, you, you always try to do them. Like, this, every extra wound counts against Custos. You know, there's no wound that's not worth it, but uh, you're not necessarily going to get a lot of as extra mileage out of those mortals as fair you just do. All right, uh, so this brings us, now that we've talked about custodes, uh, talking about testing this week, we've had our data slate come out, and we have played some games with our modified lists, and what have we learned so far? Um, I think a lot more than we think, and then sometimes, in other ways, kind of underwhelming in some ways. Uh, and Maybe that'll come clear, that's kind of cryptic right now, but uh, <laughs> Nick, what what has changed in your lists? since then um so practicing up for atc coming up for the eight-man tournament i'm playing tyranids in that and with the point changes gene stealers are actually kind of like viable again I mean, it's it's what we kind of talked about before is like they only came down five points but you're looking at going like yeah all right all right that's a discount i like that so them coming down to 75 points for five instead of 85 points it doesn't sound like much but just that little bit puts them in line with like uh gaunts and hormigaunts and gargoyles like same kind of bracket so picking some of them up just to kind of do some mid-table shenanigans early game either it's just move blocking or you know charging chumps killing a, a squad of scouts i'm having some good luck with that um the one thing that i am kind of disappointed with is the tyrann effects like he came down a lot but it's still not enough Mm. like it's just not quite there yet i really want to play him because i got one painted like all the way done and like i really want to put him on the table but the big gun being two shots with no re-rolls is just yeah. man it's just talk about <laughs> disappointment on a stick right there yeah what does he hit so on? he's like 190 on like points. twos or something natively he has heavy he's hitting on three he's heavy so yeah. he's like well, i hope i stood still and you let me yeah. shoot me with these two big Ugh. guns like, you look at the stat line, right? It's 18 minus 4 2d6 damage with two shots a turn. That sounds wacky races. Wait, you look at it, you go, yeah, I could one-shot a knight. This is amazing. And then, like, you roll two ones to hit, and you're like, oh. oh Maybe no. next turn. Maybe next turn it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. don't move, knight. Oh, no. Yeah. The next <laughs> turn you get one hit. and All right, all right so I well, got one through. That's fine. That's fine. We're good. Get in there, like, fail to wound. You're like, okay, I'm running out of turns now. <laughs> If he's going to pop off, it needs to happen quick. And he's, um, what, 190 now? 190. Yeah, because even at strength 18, like unless you're a rhino, huh. you still need threes to wound, right? Like, yep. it's a, yeah. yeah. You're going to miss 33% and, uh, of the shots. And then that, everybody's got a, an invul these days. Or, like, you know, two of saving. Points? Yeah. Like, you think about shooting at a land raider with cover and armor of content. It's like, all right, so you just get a four up. Yeah, and if they pop, if they pop the smoke, and you're like, now you're hitting on fours, you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah God help here. you if there's any modifiers. <laughs> yeah, I'm hitting on fours, and I'm wounding on threes, and you and get a four up on fours, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And then if you, you do get one through, you get one through exactly. You're like, oh, yeah. man, two d six. I hope I don't screw the pooch on this. Yeah. Uh, take four damage. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Did I mention I have a feel no pain too? Okay, so you take two damage. It's like. Mm. Not too many land raiders that feel the pain, but yes, that's a, no. That's but a, like shooting into like demons pain. and stuff like that, where you're like, oh or yeah, like custodes even you know, oh, demons, like, the big greater demons, like yeah, Phew, man. 
No, it's rough. It's rough. I really like the model, and I really like like he's almost there, but just for one ninety, it's just like mm, not yet, not so yet, man. It, is there a point total, or is it a rules change that would fix him? Uh, so he used to be minus one damage innately. Yeah, I changed that to once per game. I can zero out one damage, and it's like if he was minus one damage still all the time, I'd still think that might uh, be worth it. I would put him with the big flamer and just park him in the middle of the table, hundred percent every time. But not quite there. Yeah. But um, that's really like the gargoyles going up a little bit. It was eh. the the neurolictors going up a little bit was like meh. Not really. I mean, you're you're taking them anyway, right? Yeah. Like, they didn't change what, your list. You just what, lost a little bit. Yeah. Like, what am I gonna do? Not take those guys? But putting the gene stealers in there kind of offset the cost. So I didn't. The the list itself didn't change too drastically. I'm just flip flopping at this point on um. Uh, some of the some of the like two hundred points I got floating around that I'm trying to figure out what to do with. I'm just like, I don't really know exactly what what the army needs. So fair enough. Uh, well, I've had uh, kind of a wholesale change. Uh, my list is is I got really detested at my list, and we kind of alluded to it last week, and I just got so frustrated with salamanders. It's like back to the drawing board, baby. Yeah, it was it was basically we ripped it down to the frame and said what works and what doesn't. No emotion in it. No, you know, I'm tied to this unit because it's painted well and I like this. No, <laughs> just literally. That's a if, hard band aid to rip off sometimes, dude. That is that's, that's my <laughs> toughest one. That's my hardest one. This, yeah. I got this model. It's fully painted. I love it. I love the model. And it's like I just got to find a way to fit 80 points into this list somehow it's fine it's fine you went to like straight models that you didn't even have necessarily all built and painted right like some of them are still in progress i guess that's why it's gonna be a project right this was straight up i am look at it from a different perspective in its entirety get rid of the preconceived notions of you have to take this because it's good well is it and the thing that got me thinking initially was the aggressors it just, I think they're a trap. I think they're a yeah. trap for Firestorm. In Firestorm, you kind of just like, well, they got built in twin length, and they just drop in. I do the mortals, and you're like, I, they kind of punch and uh, string five bolters because I get close, and I jump out a land raider. You're like, it's the whole thing, right? But then you like the, all the things you got to put in to make that unit work. And yeah, the logistics of, okay, well, once they jump out and do their do their thing. <laughs> yeah, now what? What then, right? Like, what? what how? They move a five. You know, you can't advance and charge. It's not Gladius. Um, hope somebody's standing nearby so you can flame them. You can advance and flame, sure, but that starts becoming a little problematic. And it was never enough. And and maybe we'll save that uh, when we start talking about our, our our first project, which we'll we'll hold off on that. But uh, Thomas, what what's changing in your list? So my list, I mean, I lost 115 points. So like, you know, in the in the marine metric, you know, you got these like 70, 80 point blocks. You got these 120 point, 130 point blocks. It's like, well, you know, like you can't quite take a cheap unit and make those points up. And you don't want to take two cheap units. And now you're, you're losing a lot of units. So it ends up coming out of the Inceptors. It's kind of the obvious choice. They went up a lot. So just take some of them out. My list had three, three, and six. So three plasma, three plasma, and six bolters. So I dropped one of the bolter, the bolter squad down to three. So having a bolter squad with all the trimmings going full power um, 
is way different than having three. Like who you can target, what you're attacking, what their utility is. Um, I used to use them aggressively, not only just for shooting, but sometimes just to screen. That's a big footprint to drop within three inches. And just like, I just screen out half the board with those guys. If if you have like guys just coming in from regular reserve, you can really mm-hmm. screw up people's reserve stuff. And they're just thinking about, well, I'm going to get shot with inceptors. Mm-hmm. And then you drop them in this weird place. That you're not really caring about shooting as much as like, now you can't bring in your knights from reserve. Like this whole board edge is completely zoned out. And you're like, oh, that messes everything up. Even in their backfield, right? Think about that, where you can't come in for your own backfield because these stupid inceptors are blocking. So that has changed slightly, but like, and the damage outputs, you know, obviously diminished a little bit. But uh, the few test games I've had, it's it's still fine. The list runs really well. I mean, it's obviously I've been playing versions or variations of it for the, all of tenth. So I've kind of, and before that, I was still running the Gladius. You know, like um, before the new book, I should say, but. Uh, it's a well-tuned list. It does well. I think in most games, I have a I have a pretty good match into every, almost every matchup. So I don't feel like it has any like inherent weaknesses. So it's really good setup for all comers. Even in teams, we're kind of looking at some of the alternate versions. Black Templars are typically kind of touted as the top Marine list. Um, there's a couple different versions of it. If you want the Tank Heavy Iron Storm, or if you want the Gladius, or do you want straight up full Black Templars? There's lots of different kind of ideas there but i think i think the ultramarine gladius that i'm running i I like that the best it kind of fits my play style it's more i have tricks and tools for everything and i played it a lot that even with the hit of 115 it just it doesn't really seem to move the needle enough that i don't think it's still not the greatest so um ah, my list is good i i'm i'm looking forward to the teams i'm looking forward to all those matchups it's funny to kind of go through the metrics where people think that they're good into that Marine list. And I'm like, man, we, we do not agree. Cause like, I think I'm very good into you. You know, you're like, well, like, we need to play that game and see. So there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of joking and talking to yeah. get now I have to back it up. Right. Cause I'm usually the one that's on the wrong side of the, the equation. If I'm talking, yeah, smack. you're you're not allowed to lose the Knights, no matter what. <laughs> well, now I've, I've like doubled down the ante of death guard. Right. Because I'm like, hmm, I got death guard in my pocket. You know, like, nobody's going to beat me with death guard. And everyone's like, Psh, come on. Death Guard eat Marines for breakfast. <laughs> not my Marines. Sneak. I was out of your pin and target still his back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of twofold, right? Just like it, 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 obviously, if you lose, you're setting yourself up for a lot of uh, potential like uh, uh, hazing for a while. But uh, if you, you also kind of like, you know, you put some doubt in those players' minds. And if you do take them out, you're like, man, I've got, I've set myself apart, right? Because I've got this this ability to go take out these targets that they don't think you can get. So there's a little bit of pride you take into the, I've solved the puzzle, you know, so to speak of this army or that army. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So speaking of changes uh, and uh, all comers. Um... Yeah. Tell us about this list. Cause I like, we workshopped this a little bit. Like we kind of like, I think we might be on something. What about this? And what if you took one of those and uh, where does that leave? How many points is that? So do you got the list? Can you pull it up? Let's I do. Take a look so at, we're, this a look is this. the first of our projects that we're going to do here at the MetaMarine. We are going to have a recurring segment on the, on the podcast here where we talk about this list, what we've changed, what we learned, what games we played, what went well. Uh, we may even try to record a few games with this list so that we can get some, you know, some interesting interactions as they come out and get, make some videos on it. Uh, but the first one is going to be called uh, the hot lizard drop. 
<laughs> I can't believe, these guys always come up with some like ridiculous names. And Joe, one of our other guys, he's always coming up with some names from the European guys. Always name their lists. I, I am like just like I'm like what it says Thomas and Gladius. Whatever I put in my uh, list for the the app, and they're like, no, it's freaking hot lizard drop over here. So, <laughs> so this list started from we were at a tournament, a local tournament here, and uh, I just kind of got frustrated because the battle. Or the data slate did not come out, so we were just playing to play. And I took a second uh, heavy vehicle instead of a Land Raider, and man, was that nice. It was so nice to have a transport that was not a Land Raider in the list. Because your original list had two Land Raiders? I did. I did. I had two two Redeemers. So you went from one Redeemer, and then you went to a a Repulsor, right? The the shooty Repulsor. Yeah, I ran an Executioner. And having yeah. something that could project force downrange, wow, that was nice. Wow, it was nice. Yeah, having something I saw, tough. I, I have my lancer in. The, I have my lancer in my freaking gladius for that reason. I'm like, I just got to keep them honest. If they just rush me with the land raider, so I have to have a big gun to kind of having some, put some fear in them. It, the, the the big gun was was nice. It was more so the volume of fire that it had, and the fact that it was also a transport that could escort Vulcan to where he had to go. Yeah, I mean, you'd be a firestorm being an advanced. I never could get the mileage out of those little guns because there's always these weird range bands and it's a big tank trying to maneuver around sure. walls. But you'd be in an advance and shoot it. It's like always it was, catches It was you very nice to be able to go, oh, I'm going to go to this corner here and I can see you clearly. So here, take it. Uh, that, was, that was really nice. Um, yeah, and the, that especially the Land Raider with the flamers is just like, all right, so it can move 12 and it has a 12-inch flamer. So like 24 and then you're like, yeah, but then you got to throw the advance on there and it's like, Ooh, man, that uh, that opens you to shoot a lot of things on my army. I just do not want you to get into turn one if you go first. And, and didn't you say it was like it was starting to draw aggro, right? Like people thought it was they had to kill it. It's a little easier to kill the land raider. So they kind of like yep. now it took the heat off the land raider, which is kind of crazy to say. And uh, the land raider kind of got to go where it wanted because everyone's freaking trying to draw down on this execution, not let it pop off. Well, the land raider is this like elephant in the room i mean everybody sees it and goes oh god i gotta deal with that but if you're hiding it behind stuff and there's a repulsor executioner in my back corner because he's got infinite range basically you know <laughs> yeah drawing a beat on stuff and taking stuff out and you're going stop it dang it i have to go deal with that so it kind of brought you out of position so the idea of having something to draw somebody out of position was really nice um being able to project threat where you needed it when you needed it that's something it lacked. And mm. I really wanted the ability to have a pinpoint of, I'm going to apply way more firepower than you think is possible or is necessary right here, right now. Uh, and the speed at which you can do that, that's what that uh, that army lacked. And I hated it. Like, the aggressors were the biggest problem I had with that list. You can advance and charge, so... You know, if your flamers don't get it done, well, you're not going to get it done. Yeah, you're just standing there. And in Overwatch, their flamers, not amazing. Yeah, they can kill tough four and tough five models, but what the crap can't in that list? Everything in that army can kill tough four and tough five models. That's not what I need that army to do. (laughs) That's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I need 10 Plague Marines to jump out. I need you to deal with that. And they just kind of don't. Like they just yeah, kind of bounce. You end up killing like the couple of chumps out of the unit, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, that was the expendable guys. You got them. Good job." Or, or they could not be reliably. You know, I can't rely on them to crack the rhino open and then kill what comes out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's not something they can do. 
Yeah, yeah. You can't be like, oh no, I, I, I everything rides on this couple wounds of flamer going through on this rhino, so that the, I can punch the guys inside. Otherwise, they're going to jump out next turn and just hose me down. Yeah, it's all kinds of bad. So I started looking. Uh, we got back from the tournament. I, I got huffy and I said, you know, <laughs> these aggressors are just they're they're joining the Infernus Marines in the rank of you're just a disappointment. Every time I play them, <laughs> you just, that's a that's a hard statement. You're 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 right up there with Infernus Marines. Like, dang it, go on the shelf, bad bad model, bad. Well, it was it was like that in Ninth Edition for me too. Um, I I thought aggressors were a trap for salamanders there too. Yeah. Um, the Vulcan. So so going back to to the base level in the list, things that you got to have. Like they they no no joke punch above their weight class. Vulcan his stand makes the list hum. His hmm. ability to be a mini Norn gives you kind of a pivot point. Uh, it lets you surprise people with OC. It, it lets you be that. Yeah. So, so say what, explain what that means a little bit because not okay. everyone knows what Vulcan does. So at the start of the game, I pick an objective on the table that's not in my deployment zone. I think it has to be in no man's land specifically. For the rest of the game. If Vulcan is within contesting range of that objective, he goes to OC 10. He also has leadership five up and he has a four plus feel no pain. That's, that's crazy pants. Like he's just, that's my objective. Um, he also in the shooting phase can select an enemy unit within 24 invisible and the whole, your whole army gets to reroll wound rolls with torrent and melta. Doesn't matter if he's battle shocked. Doesn't matter if he's in combat. You're in combat. There's no aura just, radius to the wound reroll either. You just sees him 24 inches or, or closer. Randall unit over there can get rerolls, full rerolls to wound with the whole right army. With Torrent and Melta, rerolls, wound rolls. Yep. Um, he also, he's not terrible in melee. He has six attacks that are six minus two, two. They hit on twos. It's not terrible. He's got a minus one flamer that's D6 plus three hits. That's serial, man. Like, that's great. (laughs) It's good. It's good. That's that's great for Marines, mostly. I mean, he's not beating up the world. He's not going to take Angron on, you know, solo. But he's got a D6 plus three flamer that's six minus one one that ignores cover. That's not terrible. It's not terrible. Uh, He's 100 points. So you have to take him. Then... There's another unit that I think is really surprising in this, and and there's an upgrade in the in the faction that lets you flip a hit or a save to a six after rerolls once a turn, and it's called Forge and Battle. Put that on a bio, apothecary biologist. He has lethal hits. Put him in an Eradicator unit. Now you've mm-hmm. got a unit that rerolls hit rolls, wound rolls, and damage rolls innately against monsters, vehicles, and characters. It's not characters, though. It's not it? characters, it's just monsters vehicles? Yeah. Okay. That's that's still crazy good. I don't have yeah, to put I mean, any resources into it. They just do it. And that's yeah, the biggest, the biggest anyway, problem, right? like, so in Firestorm, right, like this, let's break down these eradicators, right? Like, why is it so good? One, you can advance. So, like, if if they're, like, not in melter range, potentially, because they move slow, you could potentially move them into range. Second, you're like, I'm straight nine, so... Wounding vehicles on fives, mostly, unless it's a rhino or something. That's not 
super efficient, right? So, but if you're a firestorm, like plus one strength, now you're in strength 10. Now you start thinking through all the vehicles that you're wounding on fours with full rerolls starts to become hmm, kind of spicy. And if you got full rerolls to hit, now you don't have to put oath on them because they just have it innately. You add the biologist, you're already more efficient, just hitting a couple sixes on the hits. Now you're wounding a couple extra wounds, right? So like now that eradicator unit is putting consistent wounds down range on something whenever it shoots at it. And you got the guy in there that says, after you roll and fail it, you can just flip it to a six, right? So, you know, guaranteed you can get one more lethal hit, right? You do it on the hit, like it's yep. another auto wound right out of the gate, right? So yeah, that, that unit is surprising. And then mm-hmm. even with Firestorm, you can even pop plus one to wound, right? So you <laughs> now you can wound that toughness 10 tank on a three with a Meltas. Like, you absolutely can. You absolutely can. If you really need, need to get it to go and you're like, man, that's that's a that's a hard pill to swallow. When you just like take five or six Melta hits up close, you're like, ooh, ooh this is going to hurt. Plus you could pop that in uh, Overwatch too, right? The auto six. So that's, that's the, the sneaky part. part. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the sneaky part, right? So. It's... um. Since that this unit is still equally deadly in Overwatch, which yeah. it no catches people off guard. <laughs> on a charge. Yeah, so you typically like bring them in from reserve, right? Like you'll bring yeah. them in from reserve, pop a tank from a flank, and then like be next to near another tank, and you're like, I dare you to move. I will use this. You power on you too. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, he's not going to hurt me. And you're like, auto six, couple sixes, full hits, full wounds, you know, like lethals, lethals. And you uh, get two or three, like right I, off I learned it from you. But um, I know this is not the 80s, and this isn't a drug ad. I learned from watching you, Dad. Um, I say that to my daughter all the time. <laughs> um, if if you kill a transport and dudes get out, not only are they battle shocked, they cannot charge. They cannot charge. So if you can oh. ever if you can ever kill uh, the opponent's vehicle, especially if there's something scary inside, Dark Eldar is a great example. Or a land raider that wants to like move up and then the guys get out. If you can pop that vehicle, maybe it's hurt or if it's flimsy, <laughs> you just kill it during their turn as they move up. Oh man, the surprise sad panda on their face when they're battle shocked and then they're like they go to declare the charge. And you're like, oh wait, you cannot charge because the rules say. And man, that's that, a that's a glorious sure. thing. So, so at two hundred and sixty points, you get that module, and I feel like that's a that's a no brainer, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think the versatility that Firestorm gives that unit makes it way better than pretty much any other detachment. I've I've toyed with monkeying around with that in a Gladius. It's just not as it's not as useful, right? Like you have all the other problems. It's not the innately advance and shoot. It's not not flip to a six. It's not strength ten. It's a it's it's an interesting unit. Um, One thing I haven't had to do yet in an in a game, but it could, especially against something like Custodes. Vulcan could point at a unit of custodes and I could oath that unit. So then that unit is still getting full hit and wound rerolls against that unit. Yeah, that's huge because custodes also, we didn't talk about this earlier. Um, I believe it's the wardens. Their special ability outside the fort filling the pain is um, minus one to wound if, against weapons that are tougher than them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. if you exceed yeah. their toughness. Yeah, so you like you basically be wound on fours with a big gun or something. So getting full rerolls also is a big deal. Like I said, I haven't had to do that yet because typically they're hunting something big, but it could in the right matchup. Like they definitely have a profile they're looking to shoot at, but sure. I mean, that, that doesn't mean they can't just like, take a, a small unit of guys out just without 
trying too hard. I mean, yeah, I mean, getting full rerolls to get hit to by, by Melta. Nobody wants yeah. that. Right, right. Nobody wants that for sure. And getting full rerolls to wound ugh, man hit, you know, like, on everybody if you want, like, oh, gross. The old school oath, man. Man, brutal back in the day. We didn't know how good we had it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew how good you had it. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> uh, the the little like the damage rerolls that always catches people off guards, and I had to show the data card to three opponents when I <laughs> did that ability. They're like, "Wait, wait, wait stop! What are you doing?" I was like, "Hey, you can reroll hits, wounds, and damage." And they go, "I don't believe it. Let me see the card." Oh, it's for like, radicators? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's like. You, one of the opponents played Marines. I was like, "You play Space Marines. You know this." I, had to, ah. I always have to. I always preface that because I sometimes, you know, you like I expect that argument. So I'm like, "All right, well, the, do you know how eradicators work now?" And they're like, usually they'll just kind of nod or not. if they don't explicitly say yes, then I'll tell them like they used to shoot twice. They don't have that anymore. They have this instead, and I explain it to them. They're like, "Oh, that's pretty good." I'm like, "It only works against vehicles and monsters, so it's not that big a deal." And you're like, "Their whole army's tanks." You're like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah, it turns out that's <laughs> strength. I mean, it's not that big a deal. You know, like you, I think that might be a little harder to sell, but I kind of get away with it. And then like, if, if they do something magical, then they get all, they get up that sour face. At you. I don't, don't worry about those guys. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, my killer rhino. Like, that's all about the good part. So I, I really, <laughs> I really think they belong in that. And I think moreover, a big unit is how they belong with the biologists. Yes. Yeah. I toyed with the idea of two small units and just dropping the biologists all together. Nah, I think the biologist sells it. It's hard, but like if you can get double mileage out of them, so like in- inevitably, like you don't want to just like one and done them, right? Like come in from reserve, pop a tank, and then get smoked. Yeah, like that one tank's not worth two hundred sixty points or whatever they are. But if you can get double mileage out of them, and it's they're still tough to six with all the wounds, it's not like that easy to kill. And the way your list is kind of set up is like it's a high pressure list. Like they're not the only one thing rolling around that's like you have to worry about. Correct. So that's yeah. The, the, yeah, we get to the rest of it, but like that's a. That's another key component of this is like when it's go time, you bring all the hate in and it's like, it's the hot to... lizard drop, not the warm <laughs> lizard drop. <laughs> Lukewarm lizard. All right. So what's next? What's next? So company heroes uh, with Vulcan uh, being minus one to wound, giving him more OC for 95 points. Oh my God. How much OC is that whole unit combined when he's on his cool um, objective? So it's uh, what four guys and they're eight, and he goes to eleven. So it is nineteen OC. Take that big knight. <laughs> it's a casual nineteen OC. Yeah, five the, guys just take jump that out. guard. Any guard can they, they can get up to like thirty OC or something. Yeah. Like the yeah. OC three if they pop the little thing. That's a surprising thing. A little chimera drives up and unloads ten guys, and you're like thirty OC. You're like who? <laughs> but like I guess oh I guess Vulcan be like I just flame you I might kill a few guardsmen and now we're tied <laughs> you know, <like>. yeah <laughs> so I I like that for ninety five points um, there are a ton of ablative wounds they have some decent weapons and if nothing else you get the company champion uh, and Vulcan I mean that's eleven attacks of six minus two two yeah the well, hero squads he's solid. like five yeah. minus two two but still but yeah, he hits on twos it's 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 good it's good. It, it's a solid package. Yeah, you can't just casually pick that unit up. It's annoying. So there's well, a, how many how many wounds does Vulcan have? He has six, six. So I mean, you don't want him standing out there by himself anyway, because he has to be able to line of sight to whatever you're super o things. He's six. Wounds. No, I'm sorry, he's five. He's five. He's five. Yeah, he's, he's like five. a captain. He's just a regular old captain. Yeah. So even with a four up, feel no pain and four up invul, you don't want him just standing out there by himself. You need a little cushion in there. He is still just tough four with a two up, four up, four up. Yeah, because I will run some dudes over there and try to punch him if I can. If he's just by himself on an objective, being minus one to yeah. wound, 
huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yep. Company Heroes, baby. So, so Solid. far, I feel justified in Vulcan, the Company Heroes, the Eradicators, the Biologists. Yep. Okay. Those guys have consistently done work every game I've seen. The big change was when I noticed that Vanguard veterans with jump packs could still take hand flamers. <laughs> yeah, because you're really kind of you kind of jump to them because you're like these these erratic are these aggressors jump out and they're just slow. That once they get out of the tank, they're moving five. They're not really going anywhere. You're like, what? What am I? I need something that moves fast. And we're kind of playing around with the jump pack assault intercessors, right? Like we want these guys to be good, but they just aren't. I tried. And, uh, yeah, I tried out the assault intercessors. The 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 impact mortals were. Whatever. It just didn't get it done for me. The Vanguard Vets having 10d6 flamers that are 12 inch still and assault now. Um, they ignore cover and they're pistol. Ooh. Uh, really? And they get well, assault. Yeah, they're hand flamers, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I guess, but still, still. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it is that last little like, huh, moment. Um, but yeah, they ignore cover their pistol and their torrent and their D six, 12 inch, their strength three base, but they go to strength four in this, uh, detachment. And then you put a captain with them and now it be, he can take a hand flamer. So now you have 11 D six flamers, which is, I feel better than 66 <laughs> plus six. Yeah. Cause that's what the, 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 uh, the full up aggressors would get right. Yeah. It's D six plus one for six guys. Yeah. Versus eleven D six. And Vulcan can point at something, and now they're twin linked. Yeah. So you basically what you lost in the aggressors, you're like, well, you have more shots, but you're not twin linked natively. Now you have a way to get reroll wounds, and why that's important. You get the free captain strat to give them that two CP strat that says a devastating wounds, and you're like full rerolls, mm. more shots. Like you, you want dead wounds, you got more shots is always better for the full rerolls to wound. It starts becoming a nice little package. And the fact that they move 12, can't advance and still shoot 12, like if they're not deep striking in, which they are. aggressors couldn't, they, true, can just adva- they can just advance, right? They can freaking just run up, advance, shoot freaking far. And uh, that's a scary, scary like package. I mean, right? Yeah. And, and their melee is actually not terrible either. I mean, it's not, you know, you're not crowing about it. You're, so, not, you're not three damage a pop. Because yeah, they got lethal weapons, right? Or lethal hits. That's melee, their special thing. If the melee charge. is what's interesting in this unit. Yeah, the flamers, I mean, no argument. It, hey, man, I don't know. I, I have these 15 mortal wounds. I want you to hold this. And then something <laughs> just dies. Um, which is something that I always ended up averaging around 8 to 10 out of the aggressors. I feel like it's almost 50% better out of the um, the Vanguard bets. Yeah. I mean, it's rough too. Like telling I mean, your opponent, like, so uh, you feel the pain? Because if not, yeah, yeah, get give, off me, the table. give me about ten minutes. I'll be back. I'm rolling a bunch of dice over here. Never mind <laughs> what happens. Just take a bunch of mortals. <laughs> it's yeah. A lot of dice rolling, but it it causes an issue. Uh, I'll be honest with you. It's it's an interesting issue. Um, so their melee, um, they have four attacks that are five minus one one that hit on threes. They're the unit's default ability is they get lethal hits on the charge. So that lets them attack things that they really probably have no business attacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can charge a land raider and yeah, you may not kill it, but if it's on three or four, uh, I, I'd take that risk. I'd take that bet. 
Um, by giving them the jump captain, which you kind of have to do just because he's so inexpensive. He's 85 points. Yeah. Free two CP. Like you can't afford two CP to do the wound no. strat more than once. And then you're like, man, especially not with Firestorm with all the other strats that they want and can do for some janky mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Now you get to, you can kind of like pop off. And if that unit gets to do more than one time that trick, like that's bad news bears for the opponent, right? You're never going to allow that unit to do it again. Oh yeah, it's about doing thirty mortal wounds in two turns. Like, you, come on! Yeah. Like as soon as that thing drops, like if you don't like divert a full power to killing that, like it's going to do it again. You're like for free. You're like that is might be the game, right? Like you can't. So not not many armies can sustain that kind of multiple times. So the jump pack captain, uh, when he's in the unit. He gives them plus one strength on the charge. So now they're strength six minus one, one with four attacks each. So it's 40 attacks of six minus one, one with lethal. That are with lethal. That's a, that's a lot of attacks coming out of a Marine unit. That's, that's and he that, himself that primary focus is to shoot, right? You're like, nah, I can sh- I'm shooting you to death. And like, Oh, by the way, there's uh, 40 attacks fighting in melee. Like, uh, that's, that's not nothing. It's strength six. And uh, you have access to plus one to wound for one CP mm. in fighting or melee. So all of a sudden, strength six with 40 attacks, you can wound a lot of infantry on twos, which is kind of rough. Ooh, plus one to wound. I forgot about that. Yeah. I always think that strat only works for combat or nope. for melee. Or for it is shooting, shooting or fight. Ooh. More more we talk about this list, I'm like, why why aren't I playing this? This sounds great. <laughs> all right, we're not even like to the fun fun stuff yet. This no, is uh, no, this is this, this is the the meat and potatoes of the army. This is what I started with and where we're why I got there. Um the captain itself uh, also has an upgrade. Uh it's a ten point upgrade, the champion of humanity. Oh man, it, I forgot he had this. <laughs> it ignores all modifiers and all dice roll modifiers. It's got the year. modifier thing. Yes. Yeah. Do the thing. Take that, Satan. Though really, only the captain <laughs> has multi damage stuff. But like, well, it, it you can't slow them down, so mm. you can't stop their charge. You can't be minus two move advance charge. No, 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 no. We're always moving twelve, and we're always advancing, and we're always shooting twelve. And do they uh, they clarify that that your leadership doesn't change? So even if you're battle shock, your leadership still one. OC, you mean? OC, oh, yeah, yeah, they're still OC one. So. Even if they're on a point and they're battle shocked, you're just like, no, can't even we're do tyranny tricks to them and mess them up. I know, next. right? <laughs> like, can I battle shock them? <laughs> so that was one of the, the, it's a 10 point upgrade in this army. It has to be on a Tacticus model. The only ar- the only units that can really be useful from it, they really only get mileage out of it, are these guys, obviously, just because of the, they can't be slowed down. De- Devastator units, so that you can have multi melters or last cannons that can't get reduced damage, or modifier modifiers to hit. Sorry, yeah, minus to hit when you're hitting on four. So or hell blasters that will always be two damage. Yeah, we we looked at the hell blasters for for a hot minute, but uh, we 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 discovered these guys, or you discovered these guys, and we're like, wait a minute, this is way better. The the Vanguard vets give me the ability to project force where you need it, when you need it. They're a hypermobile threat for Marines. No, they're not, you know, death or uh dark Eldar mobile, but they're mobile enough and they're cheap. It's a 300 point module. Like that's really good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's cheap, but that's uh that's definitely but within the realm of standards, but like a, like a full <laughs> killing unit. That's a, that's reasonable. That's in the realms of reasonable, especially for, 
it's versatility, right? Like it can do a lot of things. I mean, you think about 600 points, you could do that twice. All of a sudden you're dropping 30 mortal wounds a turn on somebody for two CP. That just seems so crazy to to, to like, that is not the way my brain works. I don't just like, this is great. Let me take two of them or three of them. Yeah. It sounds crazy until you think about, well, Okay, get to the rest because we could, okay. we could you could get to that and like hmm, maybe we put that in instead. So, I have a six main unit of plasma scepters. I have found right. that the plasma scepters have way more value to me than the bolter scepters in this list. Having an oath target, which is what the scepters are at this point, because everything else doesn't need oath in this army. Mm. Um, being able to oath something in the backfield, drop within. Inside of six, outside of three, give them plus one to wound and overcharge. It doesn't matter what it is, pick it up. You know, short of a big knight, which even then, he's not mm. loving life, but whatever yeah. it is. Gone. Strength nine plasma with plus one to wound. You're like, talk about, man, that's not okay. <laughs> and twin, innately twin linked and oath. Yeah. Yeah. That you can't screen out. Like, they're going to come in, they're going to do what they want. You can't stop it. Not that realistically. Little, that little extra bit moving, even plus one to wound, not necessarily plus one strength for most things. Like you, like going from hitting a vehicle on fives, like it's it's not reliable to kill like a, a fresh vehicle sometimes. Uh, to now wounding them on fours, like whoa, you know, even like big tanks like land raiders and stuff don't want to be taking that much mm-hmm. that much plasma. Land raiders on fours is no joke. Yeah, nobody it's wants a lot of hot that. lizards. It's hot, hot lizard. Lizard drop. It's a hot lizard, baby. <laughs> uh, and and the bolter unit has value too because they can also be basically anything in the game. They're going to wound on fours. Yeah, it's short six, of like a land raider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, strength six. The bolters like yeah, the six <laughs> bolters like I love that unit. Making it strength six guy wouldn't what I wouldn't give for that. And having a plus wound in the bank, just plus six. If I'm trying to wound a tank, I need fives instead of sixes. Uh, sometimes you like it's tough then. You're like, I need a sixes to wound this tank. But it's the minus one AP. I just can't abide the minus one AP. Yeah. That's right. I could get extra AP. But like most of the time, I'm like, you drop open, you know, you can make it where the AP matters or you just force a ton of saves with the exploding hits. But yeah, but if I think you're right in your plasma. When I'm using this unit, I'm putting it clearly in harm's way. Clearly, it's a, I'm dropping a, you know, a wedge from space and I'm dropping an ice pick here. This needs to die, period. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll yeah. die. You got me, but that is a problem that I I have no other way to deal with. And I find that yeah. very useful. Um, obviously, duh, water's wet and the sky is blue, <laughs> and that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like at least one big unit. Uh, I was running two units, two big units, but when they went up in price, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna be burning C- CP on them, right? Like. It's you a hard might sell, as well right? if double down. That's the first cut in points, right? If you're trying to be like efficient, right? You're like, well, what's the thing that went up the most? Oh, I have two or three units of those. I got to at least drop some of them to kind of make some points back. Yeah. Um, and then scouts. They're just good. Yeah, I mean, you have to have points, some, some roadblocks. You have to have some guys to stand on stuff in the back. You got to have some guys to, you know, come in off reserve and just go, what do I have to do? Get behind enemy lines? Sure. I'm here. Give me some. Give me three points, four points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, because you can still pick them up and put them down every turn, right? Yeah. 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 Scouts are great. So even for an extra five, 10, what, 10 points extra? Yeah. Now, per squad. Yeah. I mean, 65 points is still worth it just to be like, oh, I got investigate signals. 
okay, cool. I got an extra four points because of them. Hundred you know? percent. What you what you said earlier in the uh, in the discussion was that went up in points. I don't care. It's still good. Like yeah, yeah. Still, still worth take, it. Still taking it. Still you worth didn't it. Yeah. you didn't change the points enough to make me change their role or their position in the army to do that role. Mm-hmm. I just had to compensate a, elsewhere, and that's pretty much how I feel about scouts. I mean, two units feels right. Three feels. I have too many lemons and I don't know what to do with all these lemons. And one unit feels like not enough lemons. Yeah, no. I think definitely two is a nice sweet spot for it. Unless you just like find that you, when we start testing this out, that like you need somebody to go do air denial or deploy telebrahomers every turn. You can just trade a unit of them every turn to do it. Well, good news. I have something for that. <laughs> That's the best part of this list. So uh, the last part before we get to the juicy part, the Redeemer. I mean, the Redeemers, if you haven't played against a Land Raider Redeemer at this point in 10th edition, you need to. <laughs> You're not playing Marines? You're not playing it's, against I mean, it's, it's just solid. It pre- presents a lot of problems to a lot of armies. It's not easily dispatched. Like, if the opponent has to have very specific tools to, like, mess with Land Raiders or the, it just gets to run around doing stuff. And then yeah, and that's good. And and you can use that as bait to kind of, like, manipulate your army. Or your opponent's yeah. movement if they are the Overwatch threat is is real too. Like that's that's yeah. scary. When all of a sudden it's like if there's a land raider parked in the middle of the table, and you're like, I can't get within twelve inches of that with just like picking dudes up. Yeah, and you're like, it's freaking strength six because it's firestorm. It's strength seven, so like all of a sudden that has implications into a, like even toughness twelve models. Yep. You're like, I, I wound you on fives with these flamers. Like that's not insignificant, right? Like, and Vulcan on my turn, it's a lethal threat to things it has no business being a lethal threat to. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I could just get four rerolls to wound here, and that's not okay. And I could <laughs> decide if I want to, like two CP and make it devastating wounds. So right? I have like, I have done that uh, in a couple of games. Two damage devs to to get to do that, and I've rolled like four sixes with the rerolls, and it's been like, hey man, here's eight mortal wounds and take five saves. It's like, oh, <laughs> that's bad. Just uh, just take twelve damage real quick on Overwatch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ooh, I just did that just recently. <laughs> ah, Scarbrand. Mm. So, I think the Redeemer's a, a given. I think two is too many. Three is outlandish, and you feel like you're trying to, you're the valet trying to park cars when you have <laughs> not enough parking places. And one is probably right. Um, yeah, for the points, right? Like, yeah. I always feel like if I'm going to buy a Land Raider, it's good all in its own right, but I feel like I want to put something inside of it too, right? Like I want to use that transport sure. assault ramp for something. And then like you start putting multiple land raiders in, you're like, I don't have points to put anybody inside. So you actually have you know a, a place for Vulcan. So if he needs to run and jump out, he can either go in that or he can go in his, his other vehicle. And you can do the tricks with, you know, jumping in and out of transports and firestorm has a little bit of movement shenanigans uh, in terms of, you know, if I didn't disembark, I can reembark at the end of the fight phase so I can protect whoever I'd like to. My mm-hmm. eradicators, you know, they're, they tip, if they're not outflanking, they're in the redeemer and you shot the redeemer. Well, I'm going to burn a CP and jump out and shoot you back. Or I'm going to jump in it after I shoot, I'd come in off the outflank, shoot, I'm going to jump in the whip and protect them. So with the, I know they changed the embarkation in the general rule for it now. Is it used to be like if you were within three, and now it's wholly within three? Does that affect 
the salamander strat? Uh, it says unless rules specify otherwise, and the strat says you have to be holy within six to re yeah. to end. Oh, okay, and okay. then that might be something we could have put into what do we learn now? Because that I learned because that's impactful for my Gladius, but that rule is very specifically for vehicles with bases. That rule comes up in just a three. minute. Uh, that rule is so. all, there's two other caveats in that rule <laughs> alright well I'm have we teased it here. enough at this point the two other caveats they say unless you are aircraft or a walker mm. you can re you do not have to be wholly within three to embark if you are either embarking in a transport that is an aircraft or you are a walker Oh, if the oh, okay, so you're saying you're exempt from those rules if you're either one of those. And just look at that list of vehicles right there. There's four juicy vehicles. One of them. I say, like, let's, let's do it. Okay, pull the pull the sheet off. So, <laughs> Storm Raven gunship, get the red string out because it dang works. Um, it, now you've had a game, a test game or two. I, this, I've right? had a couple of three. So let's talk about it. I've been dying to talk about the mail. Let's talk about the mail. <laughs> Storm Raven Gunship is tough to 10 with uh, 14 wounds, I believe. 13 wounds. It doesn't matter. It's also minus one damage all the time. That's cool. That's cool. It's good. Uh, nice it is an aircraft that can hover. So if you haven't played it in 10th edition, before you do anything, in the declare reserves part of your before each players, if you have an aircraft, you have to decide if it is an aircraft or not. So we before either one of us have said, I have five deep strikes and two monkeys, you have to say if that's an aircraft or not, period, end of story. If it's an aircraft, you must be in strategic reserve. Must. Your movement is a minimum of 20. And you pivot at the end of your move like normal, like previous things, uh, previous editions. But you don't have the minus one to hit anymore. That's not a thing. If you have that in addition, some some fighters have that if they're not, you know, there. But if you're just an aircraft, you, you don't have minus one to be hit anymore as a, as a general rule. Uh, but you can only be charged or fought by things that have the fly keyword. So they can't pile into you, they can't fight you, period. So Angron can mess you up, but the 8-bound can't. Scarbrand can't. <laughs> Scarbrand cannot, bless his heart. His wings don't work. Poor little fella. <laughs> I mean, you yell at corn and he yells back, you know, what do you want? Hey. Um, but if you choose to hover, you can start on the table just like a normal dude. You lose all aircraft words. You lose all keywords and you lose all aircraft rules. So you're just a movement 20, whatever. In this case, <laughs> you're a movement 20 transport who can hold 12 dudes or 12 slots worth of dudes and a dreadnought. Oh, boy. <laughs> so then the, the million dollar question is what is going in so it's a fact therefore what <laughs> uh, it also has uh, it has a twin assault cannon that does dev wounds just it's the same cannon that's on the redeemer which is good there's a twin multi melter which is good and it has two hurricane bolters hurricane bolters in their truest form are kind of hard to find in the marine codex these days 
Mm. What you remember as a hurricane bolter is kind of gone. This is an old school hurricane bolter. Six shots, rapid six, 24 inches, twin linked 401. So both of them are within 12. In my case, strength five, zero one, 24 shots. Twin link. Strength five. Well, Hurricane's going to strength five like that opens up a little bit more power on those stupid things. It's that's it's, it's enough. Like that's enough horsepower to go, oh, that's kind of raunchy. That's kind of rough. Um so in and of itself, it, it it's okay. For two hundred and forty points, it's okay. Yeah, it's a it's a land raider, right? Uh, it's a twenty inch move land raider with fly. That can Not advance save, but minus one damage, yeah. So, it, yeah, and it can advance, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Now it can advance. Yep. The interesting part is how it interacts with dreadnoughts. So, because it can carry a dreadnought, when you disembark a base that is bigger than three inches, so this this thing that is embarked cannot fit wholly within three inches of a transport. When you disembark, you place it in the way it's phrased in the in the rule book says an inch away from the hull or the base. So I'm an inch away from it. Well, he has a four-inch big base. I have five inches of additional movement on that dreadnought when he disembarks, just from getting out. A 15-inch move on a Brutalis is kind of crazy pants. Now add in that he could advance and shoot. I mean, a 21-inch move... What? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, his guns are all twin-linked. They get an extra plus strength because stupid reasons. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like this, this giant two-up save dreadnought that just, like, is jammed down your face, even on turn one, right? Like, Because yeah, he, he has Meltas, too, because, you know, he has he's a good salamander. He's a good twin hot lizard. Lizard. He's a good hot lizard, baby. <laughs> now, that's a single multi. That's two shots twin-linked, right? It is two shots twin-linked. Mm. Solid. Um, now what's interesting is if you shoot at the gun, the storm Raven, I can do the same strat to dump out a dreadnought. <laughs> he can either jump out somewhere in the next turn. He's going to move and charge you when you don't expect it, or he's just going to get out and shoot you. Or I'm just going to dump him on an objective because he's OC three, I think or OC four. Um, yeah, because the airplane's OC0, so if you're like, I flew this plane near the objective that can't score it, but if you happen to shoot at that plane, he's OC4. Like, Oops, he's OC4. Jumping out, got the point, right? So shenanigans, right? And like, then there's a tough 10 model with a two-up save with 12 wounds somewhere, who's OC4. It's kind of a kind of rough when you don't plan but for you that. You don't really want to go get in a fight with. Not idly. So the yeah, and yeah. Talk about brutalis, like dangerous combat wise. Like what, so, what's you read his stats, and you're like, I took the guns because you take the guns in in Firestorm. Uh, it's more shots at strength five. It's five minus one one four of them are twin linked. You take it. That's what you do. Um, both both the talons and the fists have six attacks. They're going to be strength twelve minus two, and I think four damage. Three damage. And they're twin three damage. Three damage. And they're twin. Three damage. Twin. Three damage. Twin. Dreadnought. That's all twin linked. Every other dreadnought's jealous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his thing though is he does impact mortals innately on the charge. So on a two to three, you're doing D three mortals when he finishes the charge. On a four to five, you're doing three mortals flat. 
And then on a six, you're doing D3 plus three mortals. In addition, I mean, you can tank shock at strength 12. So now you're dropping, you know, 12 to 14 more dice, looking for up to six mortals. You're doing, you know, a couple mortals on the charge, and then you got all these three damage attacks. Like, call it between like eight and 10 mortals, realistically. Mm. Realistically, it starts becoming, it starts to becoming like, yeah, my, my six attacks, and maybe I get five man marine squad, maybe I miss a few hits and I don't. But then you're saying, well, I do all these mortals now. Like, he becomes a, like a little package all to himself that can like really mess up something. I mean, and, yeah, uh, considering that's like no resources into him, that's just him. I mean, I guess a CP for a tank shock, right? But like, yeah. okay, one CP to do eight to 10 mortal wounds before you swing. Uh, so you can get plus one to hit if you get out of a transport in this detachment and cause battle shocks. So now he's shooting on twos. That's a big deal. Yeah. Just extra rules. Extra rules. Mm. Um, how, did, how does he cause battle shock? That's just My a strat. It's just a strat. So he has to kill a model in a unit, and if he does, he take a battle shock. Ooh. He gets plus one to hit. If he gets out of a transport, he gets plus one to hit, and if he kills a model in that unit, you take a battle shock. Which, that's really good when you talk about dropping him on an objective. Especially when that's 25 inches away. Yeah. Yeah. So basically anywhere on the table. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's interesting, right? Like, it's, it's, you're, you're taking a gamble in some cases with that strat and, and the uses cases of that. But if your back's against the wall, your back's against the wall. I mean... No one's going to see that coming, really. Like, even if you know it, right? You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kind of prep for it a little bit, but like, yeah, the number the, of guns. The worst case scenario is you're like, ah, oh, I got a few guns left, or I got this tank. I need to chip some damage off of that freaking uh, Storm Raven. You're like, oh man, I can't afford to shoot at it because he might pop out, you know, get the point or shoot at me with his, his dreadnought. Like, like that's not okay, right? Like now you're like, I'm not shooting at the thing that I want to shoot at because he might get me. You're know, like, oh man. Making is it one CP to get out and shoot at the thing? It is. And it's one CP to cause battle shocks? It is. So max burning two CP? It is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you know, two CP again. I, you know, like, you, and like, Firestorm is always like struggling with the CP count, right? So, like, you're like, the, the opportunities to like really pop that all the time is, is low, right? Especially if you want know, to do mortals, I want to jump back in the transport that cause CP. So um, you but cannot the, yeah, the opportunities there with the dreadnoughts. The only you can't do the reembark strat with the dreadnought because it has to be yeah, infantry to reembark. Yeah, you can disembark, and you can get out like they get out and shoot you. Um, and you can do the plus to hit and all that jazz. Um, but having two dreadnoughts and then so when you reembark in a transport like that with a walker, you just have to get within three, and then you jump in. So the idea is you're always leapfrogging to get the extra movement. You always yeah. have one in, and you always have one on the table. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it makes shooting at your your giant floating land raider like super sketchy because you know, my dude might hop out with some melted guns and just blast you. So, all things being equal, you know, the universe makes sense. You put Vulcan and the company heroes in the Storm Raven. You fly him to his cool guy objective. You dump out the Brutalis that started embarked 
he has a 15 inch move that's beyond midfield if he advances and you let's just say you get a six to advance heaven forbid you know inshallah all of a sudden i've got a 21 inch move i'm three inches away from your deployment zone with a brutalis turn one before you've had a chance to go Ooh, well let me let me break your brain a little bit on one of the missions we measured the i think it's crucible i think the deployment it's like the long triangle yeah it's like two parallel triangle. Like you just look at it and you're like, ah, oh, 24 inches, right? No, like not a normal. Like no, it, it's only 20 inches. Yeah, I'm an inch in your deployment zone. Yeah, you're like you're that 20 inches, like like they're coming in hot. Like you you're in deep in their zone already. <laughs> you come just you deploy on the line. You go first. Dreadnought jumps out. 15. Moreover, heaven forbid, up there. I just fly the stupid uh, storm raven 20 inches and then dump him out. Drop the yeah, four or five like, inches deep in your deployment zone. Now it doesn't have assault ramps, it right? You not. can't charge after. You cannot. So you're like, at least you don't have to freaking worry about that, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah, because you just like run the next one either before it gets out or after it gets out. Run up next to the storm raven, and it just jumps back in. So ready to do it again and next then turn. You position it so that the next turn, the storm raven can fly close to where the inceptors are going to come down, and you can protect the inceptors with it. And then you have inceptors inside, and you go. Go ahead, shoot it. You better kill it, because I'm going to get out and overcharge. Yeah, nothing worse than Inceptors, like, dropping down and shooting is letting them jump into the freaking airplane that you, now you can't shoot at and risk them shooting you again. Um, to get more activations. That's, that's gross. Yeah, that, yeah. that gets you more activations with Inceptors, which is, as I understand it, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> and then with the plane in hover mode, right, it's it's just a transport, right? So it gets to be obscured. Yep. It, it gets to hide behind terrain. Obviously, it gets lots of guns, so it moves fast 20 inches. If you can just go over terrain, depends on if there's walls in the way because you would have to fly up and over those. But it potentially can just, like, drive close to things that, you know, you don't want to. Oh, is that a low knock? Yeah. How about 24 hurricane bolters <laughs> at strength 5? Those are bad, right? Uh, so it's it's aggressive. How many activations is this army? Uh Uh, between 10 and 11, depending. It's not terrible for a Marine list. It's a, uh, however, all 10 or 11 are hitters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's no like, it's there's doing no work. You get the scouts, obviously, but they're not like, they still do work. So like, you got all these guys doing work, like, you know, a lot of killing. Like, I guess you don't call it the hot litter drop for nothing, right? Like, turn <laughs> two. Go time, like, turn two, you're like, you can unleash all of these things. Turn one is just kind of a, oh, wow, there's a dreadnought right there. And, you know, maybe he charged something that was forward deployed or he's just in mid beyond midfield behind a wall. Like, I got to deal with that. And then turn two, it's the jump off and just everything dies. That's that's what it does. And then we'll <laughs> worry about secondaries on turn three. All right. <laughs> we'll get to that don't, part don't when even, you're dead <laughs> if you've got the secondary points that i could take from you by killing we'll just do that and we're good oh yeah for sure i mean yeah, you got a couple scouts they got nothing else to do <laughs> they got they have rocket launchers to shoot okay they need to participate i mean speaking of secondaries like <laughs> do you feel like you want to do uh tactical <laughs> most of the time with this Hard to say. I think if they have a kill one, right? If, yeah. if they give you the kill one, you just take the kill it's, one. If it's right? an obvious, if it's demons that are monsters and characters. Like, yeah, you're like big yeah. monster demons, mm, perfect. Or if yeah. it's you have six or seven characters, and I'm like, you don't know what's about to happen to you. Or you've got you know four or five transports, and it's Tau, and it's, well, all right, I'll take that. I'll take that mm-hmm. gamble. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you're like behind me lines, right? You, you can't screen all this out because it's just coming in hot, right? Like you can get behind me lines like it's going out of style. We will be playing on your half of the table, I assure you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, just passive ones too. Engaging all fronts is, is nice because like you got the scouts that can just do it every turn. You can replace them after, as they die. Then the jets just float around, being like, where I got to be? Over there? Back so you do yeah. load, you lose the aircraft keyword and all rules associated with it if you hover. So you can do that with the Storm Raven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because airplanes, aircraft can't get engaged, right? Yeah. Like, or behind right. enemy lines. But if you hover, there's another one too. I'm not an aircraft craft yeah. in any way, shape, or form. I'm just a big flying land raider. Dude, so I, I like it, man. I like it. I'm a, I don't know how I'd play against it. I have to see how the, how much I can manipulate that. But uh, the weird it makes me want to try it myself. It's, it's <laughs> I, having played it now. It's you just pull your pants up and run. It's just aggression. That's all it is. There's no like, yeah, there's a couple of sneaky little tricks you do here and there. But by and large, I mean, I'm just throwing dice at your face. <laughs> and rolling them as many times as I need. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's aggressive. Uh, Without aggressors. So, uh, I got a question. With the, the plane as it is, it's on that big flight stand, Correct. right? It's like that tall. When you're going over a wall, do you measure from the base or from the model? From the base. For the height. The base. Yeah. The base. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I think in the GW train, right, like, you have those little low walls. You have the crates in mm-hmm. on our, our our setups with the NTL stuff. Love it. Yeah, that's perfectly set up for an airplane. Yeah, I, right? like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Or it's not effectively changing much. It has enough movement to... Would I need to move four inches beyond that? Okay, sure. Here's four inches this way, five inches that way, and then you know, fifteen that way, and then I'll advance D six mm. if I need to. It's a. I mean, it's an interesting that's list. Scary. It's an interesting <laughs> list, and always having the brutalis, having a fifteen inch move on the turn they jump out. It's it's uh, it, all of a sudden it's wait a minute you need a four inch charge, that's bad. So, huh? This is what I have. Well, I guess the next step is let's put it on the table, you know, ten times. See what you do. It needs to go against the gamut. Yeah, it needs to go against like just yeah. show me something that's more aggressive. Show me world eaters. Show me death guard with carnivores. Show me, um, other marine lists. Now you get a charge off on a carnivore, you like destroy it, right? Oh yeah, like, no, pick them up. They don't have an involved in melee, so you just be in twin lane. They can't take so mortals nice. either. You don't want to take mortals. You they can't risk taking a couple melt hits just from shooting. They might just mm-hmm. die from that, right? So, oh, I mean the 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 baby knight list. Yeah. I mean the eradicators can take out two a turn, two a battle round. I should say. I just want to, so you 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 and I both have like these lists that just always just like auto nuke knights. You know, like mine's much more like I have to play the game. To, to kill knights, it's not like my list inherently is just like so killy on knights. But your lists are just like knights anywhere get a sniff of these guys. Everyone's like tooled <laughs> up to just break them, <laughs> which warms my heart. I you know I just have this disdain for knights so much. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> I'm like I want to hear some knight stories. So it's like perfect timing, right? Because we have eight TC right around the corner. We got list due, you know, in a week or so. We're probably going to do some last minute testing and tweaking, obviously before lists are due, and then leading up to the event. And then we're going to have like five full games of teams where we're going to get some interesting pairings, 
this list is very like if you're not understanding what it does, even though we spent you know an hour talking about it, it's not really apparent like until you play it a couple of times what yeah, it can do no. to you. And it only takes getting got once before like he drops he drops the hot lizard on you. You're like, this is hot. <laughs> this is so hot. Oh wait, now there's flaming guts. I forgot about those guys. Oh, I'm getting mortal wounded. Oh. <laughs> Where's the dreadnought? Where's the dreadnought? He's like, ah, oh, flames are coming from the back. It's and you, oh, yeah, I can just imagine the turn that it pops off when someone's like doing the math. Like, I took fifty mortal wounds this turn. What the? What? <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Like, cause you like the the brutality. Like, these guys don't do enough damage for 175 points. Like, uh, like, uh, you know, like I'm constantly like trying to like make them work because I want to use those dreadnoughts. And I'm like, I just don't make it work. He's like, hey, I got this idea. What about these dreadnoughts? And I think I even said, can you do put a brutalis in there? Cause I want those to be good. (laughs) He started messing around with it. He's like, how about two? What's happened here? What, what has happened? Where are the aggressors? All gone. Yeah. I, I don't think they have a place. I'll be honest with you. They're, they're not fast enough, they don't do enough damage, and they're not reliable enough on their mortal wound damage, which sounds dumb, but and they're not survivable enough. They're just not. Yeah, I think with the Vanguard Vets, that package is just, just more nice. Just having that versatility, like, I can now move fast, so you don't have to, like, you can put them kind of off in a little corner. Necess- you know, maybe they're, they're, like, picking out a flank, and now they have enough mobility to, like, jump and still be active the next turn. Like, if you drop aggressors in the flank, they may never get back in the game, yeah. right? Like they have to spend another yeah. turn maybe jumping in a ride and then another turn jumping out. You're like, they'll never get to do their thing again. Heaven forbid you want to shoot and flame, like get out of here. That will never happen. Your opponent's got to like gift wrap that for you, for you to pull that off, right? So I would love to find space instead of two scouts to have two infiltrators. Love it. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. man. Greedy town Tina over here. Well, you drop the second Brutalis. That's the only way you pull that off, I think. Yeah, or the Inceptors. You just go for the like, you one. Yeah. You drop the Inceptors. I mean, and you, you dro- you're taking uh, out some death. You, you're taking out that Inceptor death? I'm going to say that hurts my heart. That's a that's a good profile, though. Three damage. Like, Marines don't have three damage. Like, sometimes that's that's the perfect damage. And you have, like, the bonus that makes Inceptors better. Um, I, all the things that Inceptors want. You like you give them extra strength. This army is wound. spoiled for choice for damage. Anything in the Marine Codex is killier in this list. Doesn't matter what it is. It's better. I mean, it just is. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you definitely have to be careful on the turn that you go in with all of your... You have like 10 scalpels. And as long as you take out the right target, like, your entire priority is going to be huge because, like, yeah, you, one of these things goes down or two of these things go down and all of a sudden you're going, well, I've, got, I've got two dreadnoughts. That have to stand on objectives now to give me primary. It's so it's it's not just like a straightforward like oh yeah I just I walk forward and I shoot everybody with it's no big deal. It's definitely like a you need to know what you're doing with it and like where to put things and what time to put them there kind of deal. My yeah, I think this this list will also struggle right with uh, if they have a lot of uh, MSU because you have a lot of splits. Obviously, flames can kind of you know you can kind of try to spread it around. But like if they drop in from reserve or deep strike behind you, if you full pressure forward and you've taken their home base, but now they're they come in from the back and now they're like, oh, you, my scouts are back here by themselves. Like who's protecting or turning back around to come get them? Right? Like you have some mm-hmm. good movement, but like that's the trick with this is I feel like you just Storm like Raven, swap sides. The Storm Raven and the Vanguard Vets really give me way more mobility than I ever had. Yeah. Um, previously, totally agree. Mm-hmm. they 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 give me the ability to turn around and say, 
oh, it's turn three, and you put 400 points in my deployment zone. Well, that's got to go. Yeah, I mean, you have the rapid reaction, right? Like, you don't, if you pop off turn two and you don't need all of the things, you can, you know, the, these guys are still in reserve, deep strike, or I'm maybe I'm mid board um, where my dreadnought jumped out and he's moved up into your deployment zone, but now my, my plane can just back up and go the other way. And now I'm back in my home base again. So, so this is where I'm at for better, for worse. So, I like it. I like it too. I think it's, it seems like it's well thought out. You got a lot of like, tech choices to cover different angles and it's just like you said as a marine player i'm like freaking just like salivating over all the damage <laughs> that you have built into this like every freaking unit just like i don't want that to get near me out he's like i don't want that one either I'm like oh gosh these guys move faster than me and i'm like oh, man and that's my hope is so, that, that, that something in this catches you off guard it catches you out of position and it's a hammer and it doesn't matter what it is it's going to put the hammer on whatever it wants to yeah. And that thing is gone. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, what am I going to do now? Because that Satan died and that was the way I was going to get those points or whatever. Mm hmm. Yeah. I, mean, so I, yeah think, it's, it's, I, think, I think we now got to put some games in it. You've, you've played a few games. So, okay. So we know we want to play some more games. We'll probably try to capture some of that footage where we report back. We got the tournament coming up. So over the next couple of episodes, you'll have a lot more data to provide. But you said you played a couple games already. So how did those games go? Who'd you play against? What, uh, what the arcs? first game I played against Nick, and that was well. So Nick got the experience at first hand. Eh? <laughs> hey, you know Tyranids don't really like uh, things that are faster <laughs> than them. About this game, I don't. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, no, it was over pretty quick. Honestly, um, the Brutalis coming in with the the Storm Raven. I think we were only, you were only playing with one Brutalis in that list, but yeah. him dropping in, and I just did not have enough to deal with him in time. And he kind of just stood there for a second. And I was like, he dropped in and I, I threw some guys to kind of move block him. And he's like, cool. Well, they're dead now. Do you have anything else? And it's like, no, because everything else died to the flamers. Uh, well, the flamers killed something. They did like they 15 mortal wounds to. Yeah. Just, oh, just like 15 mortal wounds to a Malaceptor. For a fresh Malaceptor. He was, he was, he was loving life. He was happy. <laughs> Those guys are just like, okay, so. um leather drop. <laughs> Pick him up. How many? I do fifteen mortal wounds. I'm like, well, I have fourteen wounds, so you got me. Um, yeah, and then just like eradicators pick up my big monsters that are the exocrines and stuff like that that can deal with the vehicles. You know, deal with the vehicles. It's tyranids. We don't deal with much. Um, but yeah, it's just and it's it's rough. And it, it's just one thing after the other too, because it was the Vanguard vets jumped in like midfield. And flamed the Maliceptor. Then the Eradicators killed, uh, jumped out of the Storm Raven. The Storm Raven went back for them, picked them up, came in, kind of the middle trap around my deployment zone. And then the Inceptors dropped in and killed like two Exocrines. It's like, just pick them up. Yeah, I deployed. And at that point, at that point, I'm like, uh, I've got one Neurolictor standing over here. He's like, oh, you do? Cool. Storm Raven moves and advances and is like, hey, man, how about some Hurricane Bolters? I was like, I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> it was, it was like, I think we got to turn three and I was pretty much table. That was that the, the surprising part was the storm Raven being able to just bully things off of objectives. I mean, by turn two, he's yeah. in your backfield, just picking stuff up that you really don't want him to mess with. And you got to put some horsepower into a storm Raven to get rid of it. I mean, an exocrine shooting at it is not a threat. Nah, it ain't enough. 
And with armor content. And, and the, the hurricane bolters are like a perfect profile to just like, oh, I've got 10 guard sent over on this objective just to hold the point, you know, or I've got five space marines sent over here holding the point. And they're just like, okay, here's a bucket of dice. Hitting on threes, it, wounding it on gives threes. You that, yeah. It gives you that like anti horde or the chaff just guns because everything else has like super awesome guns that you want to be shooting at big targets and like scary stuff but you still need something to be like oh yeah there's a biovore over there uh, shoot the biovore or there's like a, a a ripper base or a nurgling over here in this corner who's just standing over there doing deploy teleport homers every turn you can be like eh stop it i like it so the one question i have is the captain with the jump pack do you want a relic blade or do you want a thunder or a power fist Brawler Blade Strength 6 with one extra attack, so you go from 4 attacks to 5 attacks. Or, on the charge, it'd be Strength 7. He's a captain, though. He should have 5 base attacks, right? So... I think he's 5 base with a fist and 6 with a round. The fist is 5 attacks that are Strength 8, which would go to 9. And the Relic Weapon is 6 attacks at Strength 5, which would go to 6 on the charge. Strength nine on the charge. Uh, that's all of a sudden a rhino is on fours, threes with plus one to wound. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I mean lethal hits maybe makes the the case uh, for sixes fair. one extra attack. But if you're oathing, you're like strength six, strength nine. You know, if you need plus one to wound, you're pretty much in the same boat against the tough ten targets, the big things. I'd almost go for the sword. I think it looks cooler, anyways. But I mean, it does. I'm, I can't argue with you. <laughs> I, I can't argue with you. The relic weapon looks cooler. All right. So we will uh, give that a good go. Uh, see how it does. I think it's going to be Operation Hot Lizard Drop is going to be <laughs> a success. How much of a success? We'll have to see. Uh, we'll play some games. I'm going to take it to ATC. Hopefully it looks like so much jank when we're doing pairings that Yet again, <laughs> I get thrown into stuff that gets caught off guard and my games are over in 45 minutes. Get that good long lunch break. That is the recurring theme in every ATC that I go to. He's always done so early. I, I, I envy him. <laughs> I'm always, I, mean, I love playing my games. I'm always joking around uh, with my opponents as much as I can. So like, I, I, I use up all the time, whether I'm it's in the game or I'm just chatting. But um, it is nice to be like, Kicking back in, like they're like over there having a drink and eating some food. I'm like, I'm all stressed trying to get my game done in time and turn in the sports and whatnot. And they're like, well, How long have you been done? Ah, this game's over here. I mean, like, what? To be fair, I I know the list, but if I didn't know that list, if I saw it, I would think, Well, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing, so I don't give a crap. Yeah, yeah, you're like, This is yeah, bunch of like, random it's so stuff off you the had. Wall, right? Like, I, I think Storm Ravens were starting to see a couple lists. A pop up that have storm ravens, so like they're not the first time that people are like saying, "Hey, there's something here." But uh, typical marine list, this is I I haven't seen a lot um, that puts this on the radar. So like, if you just look at it and you don't know who Mac is, and you're just like rando guy. If I ran this, I'm well known enough that someone might take notice, right? Like, what is Thomas up to something? There might be more here, but like Mac, nobody knows Mac, right? Except us. So uh, there's some people that know Mac. They're the guys who are like, he does what? Wait, can I see your rules? Wait, what? <laughs> I agree. I agree. I look at this list. I'm like, this doesn't look 
like I've helped them make some parts of it or we've thought through some of it. So I kind of know, but I'm like, I'm afraid to see what Mac does with it because he's always come up <laughs> with crazy stuff. So I'm excited for him. I want to, I'm like, you know, I'm like, if it wasn't green guys, if I could somehow fit Calgar in there, but like you need to, <laughs> it has to be Salamanders. Like it really has to be. If, if you're not um, going to play Salamanders, um, you could drop the Vanguard vets, right? You lose the Vanguard the vets. Vanguard the Vanguard vets don't work that. If it's not Salamander. Yeah. Yeah, and then like that's a big port of the list. It's part of the like the, the strats that you can use. You want to use the full power strats, so like you could just fish for sixes, and you're like, ah, I do my six more wounds. You're like, I guess that's not fifteen, but uh, six is okay. You're like, I guess, but why at that point? Like, yeah, no. Then you're better off with aggressors. Got to have the rerolls and aggressors. Just don't get it done, in my opinion. No, I, 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 more I look at the more we talk about it, even if it was six mortal wounds, I would take that over the aggressor slowness, right? Like, cause they're just going to get more done at the end of the day. Like, they can, they can, they're, they're just punching. They, they run around. They're being annoying. They're in the way. Their pistols, be, uh, their flamers being pistols too is kind of like adds a whole new element to it too. <laughs> just like, I'll go tie up with something like I don't care about, kill it in the shooting nah. phase, chart something else. Nah. Still yeah. can't. So you said you, you, still, you played a couple games, you still right? Still like can't Overwatch Nick. with them in combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, it's pistols, uh, right? So, but that maybe the couple maybe listeners haven't figured that out that like the big guns never tire, and the pistols rule that lets you shoot in combat only work in your shooting phase specifically. They do yeah, not work not in the opponent's whatever phase that you're using that in. Which is what you're using Overwatch for. So yeah, yeah, you can't. If you want to stop a big tank from overwatching you, just be in combat with it. You're like, it messes everything up. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, I played against a rando chaos space Marine player who is a friend of a friend from um, uh, another group. And it is this it, full power chaos space Marines or after data slate chaos. Space it's Marines? after data slate chaos space Marines. It, it didn't work out for him. He had, he had two forge fiends. <laughs> it was a bad list. Like Oof. nothing got to shoot at anything before the hammer dropped. It, it didn't work out. Yeah, the alpha strike on your list is so hard, right? Like you, you, the guys move so fast. You come in from deep strike with the guys. If you just really want to flame something, then there's no stopping it unless you just like straight up, you know, screen it with bodies. If you have like, if you have two units of infiltrators, it changes my list. But then I just run brutalis into infiltrators. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't change it. Like you just don't no, come just... in on turn two, right? You're like, fine, that's just going to get you next turn. I hope you like screen good because these brutalis are going to get you otherwise. This airplane's gonna fly over there, and even if the airplane dies, like you don't, it doesn't. It's not like that huge of a loss in your list, right? Like damage wise, like whatever. He does like, blow up D six. <laughs> <laughs> ah, gotcha. The the ultimate last hot lizard. <laughs> the ultimate. The name is so apropos. You, did, you just came up with that on the fly right before we started this, right? The hot lizard. Yeah, it's, just, it's Operation Hot Lizard it. Drop. <laughs> So apropos, it fits very well. Um, so yeah, we're going to do some more games. Obviously, we're going to do some testing. We'll report back, and then uh, yeah, uh, ATC right around. So we'll have, so we'll have a lot of data. We'll have one more podcast before ATC happens, and then I think we're going to try to record one together at ATC because we're all staying in the same mm. place. So that's right. Um, that's right. Maybe we'll record the first. We'll do a two-parter, and we'll record after the first day, and then maybe we'll do a short one after the second day. And we'll see how everybody's feeling. You're going to see, see us all haggard yeah. and uh, 
battle it's only, worn. It's only two days, uh, two games a day, right? It's 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 going to be awesome. We're going to have four hour rounds. We'll have plenty of lounge around time. Um, I think it'll be super sweet. That's going to be a nice, relaxed format um, with the team stuff. We'll have lots of time to hang out with the with the buddies and uh, strategize in between rounds or even doing their team, you know, the pairing process. So. I owe, from an NTL standpoint, the National Tip Talk League, I owe a bunch of videos for doing the pairing. It's just how it works and watching us go through it. I've kind of teased and said I would do that for a while. And we just, situation, circumstance have, have uh, slowed me down. But uh, we should be getting some of those videos out here soon, too. So if you're interested in that, um, leading up to ATC, definitely tune in to some of our other content. That'll be great. So uh, we've been having, I've even, I'm never the guy that cares about pairing. I just don't care. Right. Like just give me some nights to play. I want to beat them. That's all I'm <laughs> looking for in the teams. <laughs> and um, now all of a sudden I'm like, I'm invested in the team process. Like who, like who's going to match up against this? How do we play against that? How many points are you going to get? I'm like all interested in like, if I say I'm going to get, this range of points, how confident am I in that? We just did some mock pairings or, you know, against a couple other local teams. And, and it's interesting. You're like, okay, let's go through the pairing process. Before we say anything else, what do you think your scores are going to be? And what do we think our scores are going to be? Right. And then it's, it's comical. Like where they, when, when one team is like very confident that they got the best end of the matches. And then you're also very confident. So you're like, one of us is not right here. Like, well, I'm fifteen eight. Well, I'm twenty zero. You like wait, wait a minute. The conversation of the unless you like straight up play the game. Like obviously we have, we don't always have time to do that. But like you just like well, you said you're going to get twenty zero. I'd say I'm going to get a fifteen five. Like somehow, how are, how are you doing? Talk through the match, and sometimes people are just full of hot air, and you're like, that's not how that's going to go. And sometimes you're like, oh, I didn't realize you can do that. And that's a uh, ooh, we would have lost this whole round because of this one mistaken pairing. So it's it's kind of good to go through that exercise. So hopefully we can kind of capture some of that stuff. I, I don't feel like we're trying to keep anything secret. We're like full disclosure on our list and how it all works. So that's fun. Um, some people like to kind of save the secrets for the team event <laughs> so that they don't spill it. Ah, whatever. Like you, you want to beat me straight up, like bring me some nights. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, it's a hot lizard, baby. I'm going towards your deployment zone. Ooh. Maximum speed. So, Max on a different team than I uh, so the me, so that hopefully we get paired up and then it's going to be Marine on Marine action. And then I'm going to have to deal with the hot lizard. Cause I don't think anyone else wants to. And then we'll list. end up with a 10, 10 <laughs> and we'll call it a day. <laughs> you'll be, Mac, you'll be done with two hours left. DJ, yeah. Gabe, we'll, we'll take the full four hours of stupid, stupid stuff happening because we're going to like, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, if, if I do this, he'll do 20 things. Okay. If I do that, he'll do 19 things. Oh, like, You're I'll going off hot, oh. buddy. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's a two-hour four hour, clock. Yeah. I, got, I got the whole time. I got plenty of time. Uh, you'll use it, I have no doubt. But you're going on a clock for sure. Oh, awesome, awesome! I'm excited, man. It's always exciting when you have a new list and you're kind of like you. You just like you come up with something you know unique, and then uh, it has some legs. You think it has some legs, and you're like, I want to put that thing on the table, put it through his paces. And I'm like, I'm looking at his list. I'm kind of jealous. I'm like, look, this is exciting. I want to like put the full power on this thing and start doing all the tweaks and see if I can't get it to go. I so, think it's one of those lists um, that's it's and my other lists were like that too. It's you got to have miles with it. And if you have the miles with it though, it could be, it could be rough, but yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get the reps down and you get kind of like, I'm just like, mm, this is how I do it. And you're, Oh, I can do this. But to Nick's point, I think it is going to be target priority is going to be knowing when is the go turn and what has to die. 
because you have, yeah. I can turn anything to 11. Which one do I turn to 11 and win? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, we appreciate awesome. you listening. Uh, we'll be back with another episode. Maybe we'll play some more games. We'll, we'll have a better idea. We'll, we'll update Operation Hot Lizard Drop again with another episode of it. And if anything else interesting happens in 40K, we will, of course, cover it with a marine slant. And we'll let you know. So, guys, thanks again. My name is Max Style. This is Nick Fuller. Thanks. This is Thomas Bird. So, All right. We appreciate it, guys. Thanks it. for listening. We'll see you, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.